Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and A. Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and A. Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. The writers and Marley know what the final word is going to be. Absolutely. They're not making it up. Does the actor who plays A know that he or she is playing A? Uh, I can't answer that. Uh, it was worth a shot. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus! I am in Academy right now. So. Oh, yeah! I'm about a battle in, so don't get me in any trouble. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? doing out there emotionally um yeah how's how's everyone feeling how are your feels my feels are like actually well we shouldn't pretend that's why our our uh our listeners are here to emotionally support us we (laughs) we both had kind of an off like couple of days we actually like sue walked in and she was like blah 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 and then like this happened and so I'm kind of I don't know I'm like was trying not to cry and I was like oh my god I was trying not to cry right before you came in let's just cry no, together I flat out cried on the train and a little girl was sitting next to me like and I could tell she was like concerned about oh, me no! and I was just like oh god don't make awkward eye contact with the child like you could just tell she was like, Mommy, why is this grown woman crying? She's dressed like a rainbow. What's wrong? <laughs> like, oh. oh, my God. The last time I cried on the train, I didn't, I didn't even have um, tissues or anything with me. And I – because I just constantly, like, have to blow my nose. I'm that person. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, it was one of those nightmare times where I had nothing at all to, like, blow my nose on. And for some reason, I also didn't have my sunglasses that day, which doesn't make any sense because I'll wear my sunglasses, like, if it's overcast. Same. So I was just, like, on the train, <laughs> just full, just, like, cheer face, like, for the world. I was just, like, owning it. I was just, like, <sighs> yes, and train. It was a bad day. I like the R train for that. I feel like the R train. <laughs> it's a little bit dimmer. Yeah. So it feels a little more like private. And it's also just like a train that goes on forever. So I feel like everyone's just kind of like doesn't care. They're yeah. like, oh, we're all crying and dead on the outside. <laughs> I'm going to Kew Gardens. I've been on this train for five years. <laughs> like it's, it's just something comforting about crying in public. It makes my like lonely tears feel a little bit less lonely. I don't even necessarily mind crying in public in New York City because I mean the anonymity it's the best place, is like no one's gonna ask you what's wrong. Yeah. Except maybe that little girl that I was afraid oh, God. of. But she needs to learn. But like I was definitely like there was mascara on the run and like it was a crowded train and I was just like I'm just feeling feels. <laughs> Yeah, it's oh, just man. been, I don't know, it's, I thought it's Mercury. Mercury's in retrograde. How often is this fucking planet in retrograde? It's not, like, infrequently, which is the funny thing, but right now, there's either, like, seven or five planets in retrograde, which is making it extra weird, and then someone, we were at a party, Sue and I, on, uh, over the weekend, and I thought someone said that, like, oh, Mercury was not going to be in retrograde, like, 
that day it was over, but that is not true. It's in retrograde until the 22nd. Somebody so. was saying that there's planets aligned that will make you want to get back with your ex. That's, yeah, that's what Mercury retrograde is all about, because it's, like, looking back, because it, like, supposedly, although I read an article that it doesn't actually, it's, like, kind of just all a fallacy, because it's really just an optical illusion from our perspective as, like, measly, like, yeah. human people, that, like, it's going backwards, but really, it's just an optical illusion from our vantage point on Earth, but it's okay. supposed to be, like, oh, Mercury does this, and then it retrograde, like, it goes backwards and backtracks so that's supposed to make us look back and be what like if it's just because the world hurts and Maybe. i'm just in pain <laughs> did you feel like you wanted to get back with an ex recently no but i thought i saw my high school sweetheart on the train the other day oh, it was like crazy because i was like seriously staring at him kind of being like is that you? Like, you you know me. And then it was like this guy looked over at me and I was like, oh, you're not the person that I thought you are. Sorry. That's so and it was funny. more like, I, I didn't want to get back with him, but I was more just like, why are you acting like you don't know me? We right. know each other. We're friendly. Like, so and I was just like, oh, okay. It's just because you're not the person that I thought you were. I haven't, never <laughs> want to get back with my ex. Lovely person. Wish him well. Uh, but I did a couple days ago, apropos of nothing, think like, wonder what his cat's up to on Insta. <laughs> his, cat, his cat has an Insta. It's a fucking adorable cat. So I checked in on his cat on Insta. Yeah, I mean, that's I, about it. I, I, I just say that I'm, I, like a year ago, tried to check in on one of my ex-boyfriends on Facebook just to find out that he unfriended me <gasps> no and I told my buddy like my buddy Matt about it I was just like oh isn't that weird and he's like oh he's still in love with you and I was like what do you mean by that and he's like if you like if a guy unfollows you and you guys were fine like it means that like it's too painful well yeah and I was like I would love to believe I, that I do believe that though I think I, that's true I don't know he I do think he still had like a little bit of a yeah. Candle for me. Guys, yeah. we did watch an episode and we will talk we about did, PLL we at did some watch point. Before Will's on, because this is topical, and so before we get into the business in the episode, let me just say, because I said I tweeted something, um, well, tonight, but by the time you guys listen to this, last night, um, and I promised that I would ex- elaborate more on the podcast, but I tweeted a picture of one of my favorite shirts that <laughs> your favorite host, Kelly Noonan, made for me. Uh, she made oh. has one for her too, and uh, it was a few years ago. She made one for uh, me and her and our other friend Bethany, and it says, "Please don't feed the raccoons." And the story behind it is that she one day was trying to give me a little pep talk because a guy that I had been hooking up with for uh, you know longer than I should have been putting up with it uh, was once again warmed his way back into my life and was trying to sleep with me and was just acting. Dude, like acting like an idiot, which I mean, as is what fuck boys want to do. <laughs> and so I was like emailing her, like I just don't understand why is he being this way. And she was like, Chelsea, it's like, it's like you invited a raccoon over for dinner, and you're upset that he's not sitting at the table, but that he's digging through the trash. A raccoon is never gonna sit at the table. That's not what raccoons do. <laughs> He's always going to dig through the trash. And that's the same as when we're trying to make these idiotic men behave like humans. They're not humans. They're non-humans. 
So uh, that they're is garbage the, people. They're garbage people as they're raccoons through the, through the garbage. So that's a story behind. Uh, Please don't feed the raccoons. I feel like so, a lot of people can relate to that. I feel like it's just topical for everybody. So remember, ladies and gentlemen, don't just stop inviting their. We all have a raccoon or a few in our life. Stop inviting them over. Stop yeah. letting them in. They're never going to sit at the You want them to sit at the table. I know you do. You think I'm the girl that's going to make him sit at the table. Nope. No. Uh-uh. He's going to be over in that trash. First time you look away, he's going to be in that goddamn trash. Right, Tanuki? All right. No matter how adorable they are. No matter how through. adorable or how digmatized mm-hmm. you are, it's never going to happen. Anyways. Anyway. Cry your tears, everybody. That's what I have to just say. Just cry. Not Do into your feelings, feelings, but just don't don't fuck a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I fucked too many raccoons in my life. All right, Not Sue. Literally. Give All us right. a business. So the business is, if you're listening to us, thank you. You're listening to us on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes. Thanks so much for downloading. Please subscribe and rate us. Give us all the stars you see fit. Um, I don't know if anybody else is having this issue lately, but with the podcast app, on um i on uh, apple ios i've been having such a hard time like it'll say our episodes downloaded and then it won't let me listen to it um but i've been using uh podbean and i gotta say props to podbean's app it's been really like smooth playing and stuff there was oh, one cool. issue that i had like a week ago and then i they were like oh there's an update and i like updated it and it fixed everything oh that's great Podbean, like, likes our tweets a lot and stuff, which I think is fun and cute. Thanks, Podbean. I love you, Podbean. So, yeah, I mean, they're our official host of the the podcast. Um, But please give us a review, and uh, that's how other people find us. And we do eventually speak about Pretty Little Liars, the show that we're obsessed with and that we love. And one final note, too. We had thank you to, and I'm going to butcher your name. I'm so sorry. It's Devaney, Devaney, Devaney. She is one of our super fans. Uh, she snaps me pictures of her cat all the time, and I Wasn't fucking it? love it. Snap me pictures of your cat at the Chelsea White and at the Sue Funk. Yeah, I'll, um, listen. I'll, I'll watch your pet cat. She, I'll watch your cat. Uh, she'll watch your cat. Uh, <laughs> she wants to see her pussy popping. And <laughs> she, and she also is Classy Sassy, who gave us the awesome, awesome review oh, that we read, our last hi. review that we had. Um, last week or two weeks ago but she bought one of the last remaining Cabernet wine glasses which I'm drinking out of tonight and breaking news there's still I thought there was only two left so I told uh, Lindsay check out at Saltwater and Wine on Etsy I told Lindsay send uh, the last one to her and then one to me because I broke one Sue and I each have two and I broke one and she's like cool you still have two left I'm like damn it so there's still two left so email us at cabernetagmail.com if you want one of the two remaining in the world wine glasses there's only there's 10 that exist in the world conversation starters I guys i can't tell you how many people are like this is amazing these are fun and like people who've gotten them are like oh this is a neat thing to have around the yeah. house people always want to learn about it people so. are like the impressed and then if you don't specifically want a wine glass check out cabernet.com uh, for just other merch yeah we've got all sorts of fun stuff like not- turkey for sandwich on lunch day yeah, which is a treat deep cut yeah um so all right uh, Thanks, there was some, oh, so uh, I'm not drinking wine tonight because, and oh. the other, re- I like have total Kathleen Turner voice. I uh, stayed up really late last night. I went to my friend Dennis's, who was on the podcast last week. 
I went to Dennis's apartment. Uh, he has a beautiful rooftop, so we drank rosé on the rooftop, and then we went back to his apartment just for one more glass of wine, and it turned into two uh, more bottles. That's how one and, more glass. That's how one more glass always turns and out. And we watched um, Truth or Dare. Shut up, Julie. Um, <laughs> I just I love that movie. I'm gonna watch it a thousand more times. It's on Netflix. Madonna's never better. It's like a year out of her divorce with Sean Penn. She's dating Warren Beatty. It's amazing. Fun. The Blonde Ambition Tour, which is super amazing. Um, but yeah, lots of great quotes. And so we ended up watching that until about midnight when I got into a cab, fell asleep in the cab. Amazing. Um, That's the only way to ride in a cab, though, really, if we're being honest. But I was, like, so dead set against going into a cab. I was like, no, I'm going to be fine. And, like, as soon as I walked out, I was like, I need to get into a cab immediately. I, like, was so exhausted and drunk. And um, woke up this morning and went to, to work and somehow made it through the day. And I'm now having a course light. <laughs> Because it's like water and booze at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it just like keeps it level. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Keeping it level. Anyways, tonight we watched one of my favorite episodes. I, I yeah. really think that I have seen this, I'm, and I'm Googling right now because I forget what uh, episode number it is. Um, one of my all-time favorite episodes that I really think that I've truly seen, probably more than any other episode, it's 323, I'm Your Puppet. So it's right before the season three finale. Mm-hmm. It's the Dark Spencer and Radley era. Uh, I'm a fan. Fan. It's funny because the, you say that. I don't think I've seen this for a real long time. I don't think I've watched this episode that much. There was like a lot of stuff that I was just like, oh my God, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Like, right. it was very upsetting to me. Like, I was just like, oh my God, they really thought Toby was dead. But then it was also, there's just so much stuff, guys. I'm getting ahead of myself. But it was just, it's a great episode. And there's still, it brought up a lot of questions about stuff today. Totally. So maybe we'll call Marlene because she just put out her she phone number. Posted, is it real, though? We didn't call I think it. we should call it right now. Oh, do it. You Okay, you call it. And I'm okay. going to, while you call it, I'm going to just say one thing that, um, shout out to Dana. Her Twitter is OMGMIA. Tanuki, stop playing with your toy. I'm talking to Dana. Dana's one of, like, the first fans that ever emailed us. So, hi, Dana. Um, But she had suggested, did you guys ever do the Mirror's Three Faces? And I looked in our uh, illustrious Google Doc, and I was like, holy shit. How have we never done the Mirror's Three Faces? Because it's such a fucking good episode. And then Sue reminded me, we did it with the ladies of Bustle taking this one to the grave. So they posted it. So we did two episodes of the Bustle ladies. We did one that we on Cabernet Nay posted and one that they posted on their Bustle. And, oh, oh, of course it's busy. Well, of course Marlene's it's busy. It's just busy, busy, of busy. busy. That's crazy that she's really taking calls. You guys, go to her Insta and give her a call. There's just no way, right, guys? I think it's probably legit, and she's just taking, I mean, taking calls. I, I don't I don't think it's that crazy. I, I can see her totally doing that, and then she'll change her number in a couple days or whatever. Good for her. She just asked me what my name was and how old I was, and if I like Pretty Little Liars, and if I like the season. That's what people are saying. Well, why did you, like, don't let her ask shit. You're asking the questions. We're asking the questions here, Marlene. You gotta go. You're gonna call Marlene just to like bullshit the like, hey girl, nothing. <laughs> okay, what? Get out the fucking 65 unanswered questions on PLL list. All right, they're not doing it right. We gotta oh, get involved. It couldn't be hacked because I don't think it's hacked. 
PLL official regrounded it. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about this, guys. Let us know how you guys feel. I mean, it was so funny because I was just like, Chelsea, did you call? And she was like, I'm not falling for that shit. And I was like, um, oh, my God. Um, this one girl on Twitter wrote in all caps, I called 217 times. Still no answer. Oh, my God. Um, it's going stare to voicemail. That, that happens. It's so funny. Can we text? I'm too nervous to call. Oh my god, I thought of that though. When I first saw it, I was like, maybe I'll just text to sort of like ease in. Alright. Alright. So I'm I'm your puppet. I love this episode. I think it is an episode with some of the best lines ever, which we'll just kind of all mention as they come up. But, um... The, in the very first opening scene, Spencer's in Radley, and yeah. the girls are there visiting her. And Hannah's like, in prime Hannah mode. She's in prime Hannah, Hannah mode. Um, she's trying... Not prime? She's a, not a word? Well, she's in prime and pre. We can make prime a word. Prime. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> no, I was going to let you run with it. I'm just doing great. But <laughs> you are doing great. But, uh, yeah, they're trying to, like, get her out, and she's like, fuck you, bitches. I'm safe here. I like it here. Toby's dead. She thinks that Toby's dead at this point. And one of the best lines, she says, they don't make a loofah that scrapes out the inside of your head. Oh, Spencer. Sue, are you Snapchatting Tanuki? Yes. Where the fuck is he? Oh, on yes, top of the... He's looking at me. <laughs> he's on top of my cabinets, which is, like, very Sorry, high. Sorry, everybody. I'm, I'm listening, but he was just, like, staring at me. Well, he's sitting very, very high on top of my top cabinets, looking at us as though plotting our demise. So. Yeah, he's definitely thinking about how he's going to kill us. Yeah, it's it's very serious. Anyway, so yeah, so the girls are in Radley, and uh, the Lufa brain thing. Very fun. Like, Hannah just goes straight into it. She's like, yeah, so they found a body. And like, everyone's just like, uh... Did she hear you? Right. Did the crazy girl hear you? Right. Because she's in Radley because she thinks her boyfriend's dead. Right. And you just said that. Right. And so, uh, yeah, she just brings that up out of, out of nowhere. And it's just like, she needs to know. We need to get this out of here. You're not crazy. You need to get out of here. This whole place is crazy. You know, just being Hannah. She's just being, she's just being She's like Hannah on 11. And then uh, one of my other favorite lines, because Emily is staying with Hannah right now, or vice versa. No, yeah, this time Hannah's, Hannah's staying, staying with, with Emily. Emily. And um, Emily's, like, doing this rapid fire, like, trying to, like, make Hannah shut up and get ready for school and get her shit together. And she's, like, and Hannah's obsessing because they put Wilden's car in the lake. And, and she's then, worried like, that it's, like, going to, like, come up. And Emily's, like, cars don't float. If they did, pilgrims would have driven here. I just like that. Yeah, it was a good one. She, it was like one of Emily's more sassy lines. Yeah, very, very sassy. And then it was actually like a rare moment of Mrs. Fields' wisdom, where she was just like, "Hey, Emily, don't like, don't take on other people's problems." Right. And I was just like, what? like surprising voice of reason, <laughs> Mrs. <laughs> Yeah, Mrs. Fields. Who knew? Like she just went for it and gave good motherly advice, Uh um, which is usually not the case. Um, And then we go to Ari and Ezra going public about it, and like Ezra's like, "Let the world know that we are 
sharing biscuits outside or whatever they're doing. Sharing biscuits. Oh, yeah. Ezra, <laughs> like, Ezra and Arya were, like, just splitting a croissant or something on the sidewalk. And Arya's like, oh, no, people will see us. And Ezra's like, I don't care if people see us. We're not going backwards. It's like, all right, relax. Let's hold hands like the Puritans would never allow us to do. <laughs> um, so, and then, like, he gets a call from Maggie and she's like, I need you to pick up the baby. And he's like, uh, yeah. He's like, you do it, Alex Mack. You have the fucking powers. Yeah. Turn into a goddamn puddle of silver. But she didn't. And Arya's yeah. like, I guess I can do it, even though, like, I kind of almost killed her baby. And he's like, I don't totally hold you accountable. Like, <laughs> he was definitely kind of dancing around the fact that he's like, no, no, you're ignorant. I would never find you it being your fault, but it was. Um, so he's like, yeah, sure, take him from karate class. Maybe you'll find um, a hot mixed martial arts guy. Yeah. Uh, she, you know, she is want to do, you know? It's like um, her thing. So then my next note is about alley bleeding. Yes, so. me too. The alley mouth flashback, as I have it written here in my notes. So this episode, I love it because it does have, like, a couple of interesting flashbacks slash hallucinations. Yeah. And this one is where um, fake Mariska Hargitay is trying to get Spencer to leave Radley and reminding her, you know, the last time I found, had someone holding on to a secret this hard, it was Allie. And a few days later, she was dead. Uh, <laughs> and Spencer's like, um... Not She's been dead for, like, over a year. Not for nothing, but why didn't she tell me yeah. this sooner? Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> like, why didn't you tell the cops? And fake Marsh goes, like, I mean, I did, but... Um, no, she was just like, if the cops knew, then they would trace it back to Jason. And then Jason would we'd find out that Jason wasn't really Mr. De Laurentiis' child. And then my family would be the one going crazy. And it's like, like your, someone's your daughter's dead. in a fucking <laughs> mental institution right now. Like... Your plan didn't work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the flashback, though, is that um, Allie was sneaking into the uh, Hastings residence. residence late at night, and fake Mariska caught her and was like, Allie, what's wrong? It's super fucking late. And her mouth is bleeding, and she's real worked up, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And she starts to cry, and fake Mariska, like, hugs her and helps clean up the wound. And then suddenly Allie kind of bristles and, like, collects herself and is like, I'm just being weird. I'm just being overly dramatic. Don't worry about it. Like, don't ever tell anyone that this happened, fake Mariska. You'll just make it worse. And we never I – and mean, we still – it's disappointing because at the time, to me, this felt so weighty and so interesting and so, like, sexy and spicy – and it just seems like it's one of those, another unfortunate, just like we talked about last week or a couple weeks ago with, like, the alley helping someone with a gun flashback. Yeah. It's just like, okay, so this didn't matter. I, I mean, because who would have done this to her? I have a little bit of a theory, but Please. it goes into what we what happens later on in the episode. So I don't know if you want to jump ahead or not. I think we can hold off. All right, all right. Great. I but I do it. have I do have a theory on okay, this. Okay, great. I love it. So keep that in your back pocket. We'll keep... The next, you do whatever you do, because the next note I wrote was just like, church bell shit happens. <laughs> so, no, I have, where do you sell a hot bell? A hot bell. <laughs> Basically, like, it's kind of a boring plot line, but I mean, Jamie, uh, Tyler Blackburn, why am I forgetting? Caleb's, Jesus. Uh, Real dad comes back, and he has a, you know, troubled past, 
And he's like, I cleaned up my act, son. And they welcome back in. And then he's kind of like being involved with the church and he's restoring the church's bell. But then suddenly the bell goes missing mm-hmm. and Jamie is like implicated, obviously. They're like, yeah. Jamie fucking stole the bell to the tune of eight grand, as Ella says. And then <laughs> Hannah's like, where do you sell a hot bell? So it's just, just whole, And then Arya's like, like, well, it's bronze. You probably knows it down. <laughs> and I'm like, Emily's just like... Bitches, we are in candy striper outfits. We're trying to find a dead body. Can we just, like, yeah. keep doing this? I'm just going to find the dead body by myself. <laughs> and they're just like, sorry, um, we're going to be like pilgrims and wait over to you. <laughs> it's just like a weird exchange. Um, but then they go into the morgue and um, Hannah's just like, God, like, you don't eat any cookies and brownies, and then for what? You end up, like, a stale loaf of bread. And I was like, was, or, like, mushy squash. Yeah, yeah, mushy squash, loaf of bread. Uh, mushy squash was the quote we talked about last week. And I thought, yeah, I love the, you end up, like, a stale loaf of bread sitting on a rack or whatever. That's another one of the great quotes from this episode. Yeah, she's like, spend all your life not eating eggs or pudding. I'm like, it's so poignant. It's so it was. Poignant, that yeah. was the thing that I was actually, like... I had a moment of just being like, and this is why I loved this show. Like, yeah. that's, like, an interesting moment of these teenagers, like, their thought on life and death. Yeah. And just, like, them kind of really coming to reality of stuff. And I know I'm probably, like, waxing way too intellectual about this show, but I was just like, this is what I like about yeah. this show. Is oh, that totally they do, agree. like, have these moments of awareness that yeah. most teenagers don't have. Most humans don't even have, no matter what age you are. So it was just kind of like, oh, this is this is nice. I um, completely agree. Watching people in a morgue try to find their dead friend. This is this is the kind of show I want. I completely agree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, and then they're in the morgue because they're trying to find out if Toby's really dead or not and yeah. find his like body, which is a whole other thing. And they see red coat in the morgue. Yeah, I forget that red coat is happening right now. Yeah, red. It's a whole thing with red coat. Whole thing with red coat. And then the other thing that's going on is that Ren and Eddie Lamb have beef. Ugh, they're, like, really going head-to-head. Yeah, it's just, like, like Eddie Lamb's just like, I never trusted that guy ever since he showed up. And then, like, Eddie tries to get something to Spencer, and Ren basically, like, cockblocks him. He's like, no, I got it. It's cool. I'll right. give it to her. right. And he's just like, Eddie, is it happening again? He's being so fucking condescending. Yeah, he's real obnoxious, and he's treating him like the help. And we all know that Eddie Lamb is, well, what? I have no idea. Like, like he he doesn't deserve to be treated like the help, but he, we also have no idea where he fits in in this puzzle game. Right, exactly. Except for, like, playing games with Spencer and helping her find secret passages all over the hospital. Um... P.S. I, if you guys remember, longtime fans, we were at times tweeting at the actor who plays Eddie Lamb, Reggie Austin, and then right right around the time that he, like, disappeared from the show, he disappeared from Twitter, and we're like, oh, gee. The Eddie Lamb was super silent. Yeah, exactly, the silence of E. Lamb in real life. IRL, but I he's been tweeting in the past few days, so I tweeted at him Again. tonight to be on the podcast, so we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, so basically Ren's being a huge dick to Eddie Lamb, so fuck off, Ren. And then also Malcolm, the little boy oh, yeah. of Ezra and Alex Mack, was <laughs> the ever-changing kidnapped. Ever-changing Malcolm. Ever-changing Malcolm was kidnapped, 
Um, and uh, Arya traces him to a carnival, a carnival. And the thing that, though, I like, it is a creepy scene because she finds him, like, in this pu- creepy AF puppet show. Yeah. And it's Where like, everyone's just, like, the worst laughers in the world. Oh, my God. It's... <laughs> 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 laughter, laughter, laughter. <laughs> laughter. Laughter, laughter, laughter. Like, go back and watch the scene and try That's and tell so me funny. that it's not the worst laughs you've ever heard. That's so funny. Like, I feel like, couldn't they just, like, pay for, like, some 1970s studio audience? <laughs> Like, sounds just like, oh. <laughs> it was just so bad. The thing that I love about that scene is when Arya, like, hasn't found Malcolm yet. She's all in a panic in the middle of the carnival. And then suddenly, like, Ella comes up out of nowhere. And is just, like, talking her out the lake. Just, like, is like Arya is just like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. Like, Ella's just basically talking to herself. Like, listen, Arya, I told you. It's getting too complicated. He has someone to look after him. Just and she's like, "Bitch, I don't care." She's just like not even listening yeah. to Ella. Ella's actually giving her some like good relationship advice about Ezra, where she's just kind of like, "This relationship is not right for you right now. It's too much responsibility." And like, Arya straight up runs away from her mom mid sentence. She's just like, "Alright, mom, bye, mom." Like, run, 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 run. But it's, it's like literally like if someone is trying to give you sage life advice when. Three feet behind the person who's giving you that life advice, someone was holding, like, a bottle of Cabernet and a Dairy Queen Blizzard and, like, a basket of cats. And you're just like, I get it, I get it, bye, mom, bye, 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 bye. Like, that's what it was like. That analogy is amazing. Also, now I know what I'm getting Chelsea for her birthday next year. Maybe like 10 kittens, not 11. But Dairy Queen Blizzard, I welcome. I fucking love Dairy Queen, you guys. You don't even know. Don't even like... I can't even talk about it. I'm going to get emotional. I don't even think I've been to Dairy Queen in my life. Oh, shit. That's what I grew up with. I was so excited when I came to New York. And then I haven't even been to the one in Union Square yet. Anywho. Field trip. Um, so yeah, I wrote that too. I was like, Mama Montgomery, speaking truths, Arya runs past her. Which also, another, like, one of my moments where I was just like, if I ever did that to my mom, she would have been like, you're never leaving the house again. Right? Like, I was talking to you, and you straight up disrespected me and ran the fuck away. Like, fuck you. Um, I don't know my mom doesn't curse, but still. <laughs> um, yeah, one. The, ne- the only, or, I mean, the next thing I have is just all the crazy alley scene with Spencer. I have Caleb cries like he's 10, about his dad, who's basically like 10 years older than him. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, it's yeah, true. I was just like, he's just like, it's true. I was like, why don't you give your dad some slack? He was like, maybe in middle school when he had you. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, That's hilarious. Like, just That's looking so at true. them, I was just like, I don't think I've ever really taken a long, hard look at Caleb's dad. And looking at him, I was just like... This guy is so young. Like, yes, Caleb is, like, a younger actor, but I feel like their age difference isn't great enough where I'd be like, how dare you not care about me? It's like, the dad could have been like, yeah, I I was trying to just not fail out of high school. (laughs) And I did that anyway. Um, But then I, uh, so then we have the part in the in Radley oh where oh Spencer boy. goes on a mission to find stuff that Mona left her. Yes. She finds a game that Eddie Lamb gives her that was like a game that uh, Mona liked to play and it lead the game like she translates the game board to like 
the geography of Radley and follows it to this creepy room that's like locked up that it was like the former children's ward and finds like all this creepy shit. But before she finds the creepy shit, she has like what we can presume, I guess, is like sort of a hallucination yeah. of Allie being there. And Allie's listening to I'm Your Puppet, which is a good song. If you guys aren't familiar, other than this episode, I encourage you to go download it, listen to it all because it's Who's a delightful it song. I don't know. I'm your okay. puppet. It's by the puppet tears. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she listens to it. They're listening to it. And then she, um, Allie was like, didn't your mother have this record? And Spencer goes, yours. Which, again, one of those moments where it feels like, what does it mean? But I think nothing. I'm I just puppet. think it's like, like our moms mom has it. are guess- interchangeable because your dad liked to bang both of them. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. There was, like, a weird key party going on with them. Um, I wrote, <laughs> so, Allie and Spencer dance, which is, like, a little nice, like, lesbianic moment. Like, but it's also, like, somewhat, it was funny because I was watching it, and I was just like, all right, so where else have we seen this kind of creepy dancing? And then I was like, remember when Maddie from Dance Moms... Turkey for sandwich on Turkey for sandwich. Vanny <laughs> um, on Dance Mom shows up and does that creepy dance in Radley in Spencer's dream. Right. So then she has that creepy dance, like dream with Allie where they're dancing. It's like kind of in the same area. And then, um, well, I guess it's not the same area, but it's the same building at least. And uh, Charles also had a whole thing with the prom dance that was creepy. So I was just kind of, like, thinking on that lines, and then I was like, all right, so she finds this stuff that Mona hid in Radley. Right. And Allie was the one that was like, oh, that's over there. She's very angry that Spencer doesn't want to play with her. And then she's very upset about the fact that well, Spencer's like, who hit you? And she's like, not a boy. Like, girls play way meaner. Yeah, girl. Yeah. And then, uh, so my thought process was, perhaps the person that hit Allie was Mona. <gasps> oh, that makes sense. That makes because, sense. Because, like, I feel okay. like Mona was starting to lash out against Allie. So it's just another, so it's sort of like a fucking bullshit clue. It's just like, okay, the old A hit you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it clue. was. I think it was that's that, you know, Allie was probably, you know, poking the, the tiger. You know, she was poking the bear. She was being mean to Mona. Or the other thing that could have happened is that, and this is what they're kind of alluding to, is that Ren comes and finds Spencer, and he tells her this whole topsy-turvy thing that kind of is, like, against everything that we've learned. Yeah. So he says that he allowed Cece into Radley because Cece was kicked out of college because... Allie got Cece kicked out of college, and Cece wanted to help Mona because she knew that Allie had done bad things to Mona, too, and they wanted to work together and help each other, and then he's like, and so Spencer's like, well, then how did Cece know that Mona was here, and Ren's like, Melissa, 
Which is just oh, like that is so what a tangled web you're weaving, Ren. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It's like I'm just gonna pit you against your sister. Well, also, okay. But Cece was already in Rev. That, that's the biggest plot hole. Because, fine, Cece lied to Ren and said, Allie got me kicked out of college. And, like, the roommate in that other episode where the girl that's supposedly Cece's roommate is like, yeah, you didn't know? Allie got Cece kicked out of university. Like, fine. Those are just lies that Cece spun. But Ren would know that she would – because literally Cece at that time would have been in Radley. I mean – like she never yeah. really got out. She got. She was getting it's like she, day she, passes. She was getting day passes, and she was like running away and taking advantage of it. But my understanding is like literally up until the dollhouse. Like my understanding is like the whole dollhouse era is like she just like fucking broke out. Like she ran yeah. away or some shit. She never really was released. So like Ren, you know that. Maybe he didn't Mo- know her a as Cece. Maybe he only knew her as Charlotte. But no, but she would have been Cece that whole time. She would have been a current patient as Charlotte, like at that moment in time. Like that—that's the part that doesn't make any goddamn sense. And then also her being like, or him being like, "Oh, Melissa told me." Like, wh-? like that's just complete bullshit. Like network notes. Like throw some suspicion on somebody because that doesn't make any goddamn sense. But it was just, it was such a, like, 360 from where, to where we, or 180, rather, of where we ended up. Right. So it was just like, what are we supposed to believe about this storyline? Or is it just that we can't believe in anything anymore? I really feel like it's that we can't believe in anything anymore. I do. Do you think that's just because we're both despondent today? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. The, the other thing from the scene I thought was always thought that was interesting was she says, um, Allie's like, oh, you're something, something about sixth grade. That was the best year ever. And Spencer's like, I didn't even know you then. And Allie's like, oh, honey, you didn't even know me when you knew me. Which I just thought was uh, interesting. Is that, was that another throwaway, meaningless red herring clue? Or is that some sort of little nod to what's happening now that like Allie they're still setting it up and still haven't shown us the reveal for like Allie was never who she thought said she was you know I mean excuse me I would really appreciate it yeah just because maybe we'll finally get an explanation about what she was and who she was when she wasn't in Rosewood yeah because we still don't know and I still feel like why are we not all more angry as a fan base about that? Yeah. Because they made it into such a, like, there was this whole thing with um, Cyrus, right? Yeah. And there was this whole, like, she has a mystery mark on her inner thigh, and, you know, there was Bethany Young. Like, what is all this? If the series ends and we never hear more about what she was up to that whole time, just like... Then I hope Sadness. we have a spinoff, like the alley on the missing years valley. Tanuki's in his box. Scratching his box. Just sitting in a box lo- looking at me. Oh my god, Sue, you have to look at this. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? Alright, anyways. 
Um, so the only other, well, you, I'll do my, like, one other note I have, and then you do whatever you have, but I love the song that plays when Ezra and Arya come together in the grill. It's Runaway Heart, and it's part of my PLL playlist that I made, a song from PLL. Runaway Heart, um, Runaway My Heart. Um, so good. You need to share that playlist with everybody. I will. Okay, here's the thing, you guys. I'm going to do it right now if I haven't already. I feel like I actually did. Um, if you guys have, well, I mean, tell me if this upsets you. I guess I'm being presumptuous. I do Apple Music. Sorry. I do for, I, I don't do, like, you know, no shade, anything else. It was just easy for me. Oh, yeah, it's shared. So if you guys have um, Apple Music, search for my playlist. It's PLL exclamation point. And you will see all my things. And yeah, it's exclamation, exclamation, oh exclamation point. I I literally just had half of it. An exclamation point <laughs> written out, or is it a punctuation? It's just a punctuation. Um, sorry, everybody. That was it's amazing. My, I'm just losing brain function because of alcoholism. You're doing great. What <laughs> else do you have before the weird? Or then I just had the weird A scene. But what else do you have? They found another body tonight. It's oh, early yeah. 20s, young man, body trauma. I wrote, so Toby could actually be dead, they think. Who dat? Who dat? This is another thing. Okay, so yeah, and then... So A just, like, <laughs> killed some random dude. The A scene is that you see that actually there is a body being wheeled in. You don't see the face, but you see that it's Toby's tattoo. And, like... But the tattoo looks a little faded was the one thing that I noticed this time. It does, it does look a little faded. It do, like, looks like it's, like, been rubbed off. This whole thing. What the actual... Fuck. There's a person that has another... It, this just um, seems like another throwaway plot hole. Like, you're not going to reveal that there's another person that has the same tattoo as Toby, that they got it together, or a Toby twin. It's just like an inexplicable body that has a Toby tattoo. It, okay. It, it's, I mean, it's a bummer, because it's a huge, bizarre plot hole that seems and pointless like- and seems avoidable is the thing. It's, like, avoidable. Well, I just feel like this whole thing was, like, one giant story that was picking up that they just dropped. Because it was, like, they made Spencer A. They made Toby dead. Yeah. They have Arya and Ezra break up for, like, a really good reason that could have stayed. Yeah. And, like, there's the whole Alex Mack thing. That, like, it's literally, like... Season three is the storylines that just nothing ever added up yeah. from them. Yeah. And it's just upsetting as a as a fan, as a super fan as we are, like, w- what happened there? Yeah. Like, I feel like if there was... And, like, fine, all right, so the network doesn't like where you're going, but, like, can't you at least just write some sort of thing? Like, you know, we had that whole bridge season where there was the costume shop and you know, pretty little secrets, why couldn't we tie it up there? Right. Why couldn't we be like, oh, by the way, like, the guy who died was a child molester that everyone hated. Right. All right, fine. I'm not mad at that. Right. They took his body and they put Toby's tattoo to fuck with Spencer. Fucked up, but okay. Right. Like, you know, it's just like, stuff like that, you're just like... Why are you going to bring something? And also they were like, it was so brutalized, so much trauma. Right. Like, such gory details for something that, like, 
oh, there's just somebody else murdered in this town. Yeah, exactly. The police are horrible. Yeah, I agree. And then I wrote, Caleb cries a lot in this episode. <laughs> um, Mona recruited Spencer. Which, um... Oh, right, we found out... This is when we found out that Mona was recruited to the A-team. So, that was just... Or Spencer was recruited. Sorry, 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 yeah. So that's just an interesting... Like, but it's just an interesting way that they do it, because we hear it in voiceover. Yes. Do we see that scene ever? Of... No. You know, so much has changed since that car... Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The so much has changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely see that scene. We see that scene when she comes to visit, when Mona comes and brings the cookies. And okay, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, so now, so now we just see we hear the rest of it. Yeah, of Spencer being like, "Yeah, yeah. bitch, I'm in." Yeah, exactly. We never saw that she was in before. Exactly. And then the end is the A scene of Toby's body. Right. And just so weird. Then it's just like. Then that's another thing that bothers me. That I was like walking around Chelsea's apartment. And I was just like. So wait a minute, like, when we find out that Toby's alive, it's the scene where Spencer walks into the diner and surprises him, and then they end up having sex, which, like, I mean, this has bothered me before, but, like, it even bothers me even more so that, like, there was no even, like, hints that he was alive. And, like, maybe, yes, Mona dangled the fact that Toby might be alive, in front of her. Right. But, like, what the fuck? Right. How do you fuck somebody after they do that to you? That's crazy. Like, you want to talk about raccoons. Yeah. <laughs> right like, there. How do you trust him again? Like, that is some horrible shit. And yeah. she's the smartest one of them, supposedly. Yeah, it's true. And it's just like, I have to believe that Hannah wouldn't fall for that shit. Yeah, for raccoons. Although, I mean... Toby left her for a dead girl. So. It's true. Guys. And the best of us have fucked a few raccoons in our days. You know what I mean? <sighs> well, guys, this is a fun episode. <laughs> <laughs> this was a fun episode. It, it was a fun episode. <laughs> I mean, we enjoyed going into it. I feel yeah. like we were a little... No, I thought we did great. We pulled it out. We did great. All right. Yeah, we Thanks, pulled it out. Chelsea. We put it in. We... Got it off. <laughs> we did it all. What do you Sounding want? Something oddly sexual. Yeah, it's fine. You're doing great. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll hopefully, I think we're yeah we're gonna have a couple more guests here coming up in the following weeks. Yeah. So the couple next couple of weeks, we're gonna be doing them ahead of time. We're, we're gonna, gonna be, be busy. we're gonna be banking a few apps. We're gonna be pre-banking a few apps, but you you want to? Oh, and I've got an exciting announcement. Oh shit! Yeah. I am now a member of the Television Academy, which oh means that God. I'm an Emmy voter. What? Congratulations! Yeah. How does that happen? That's awesome. Um, I signed up. Work said that they would pay for my entrance fee, so now I can go to for your consideration panels and stuff. So that's, that's so one of the fun. reasons why we're pre-recording is that I was invited to a bunch of different for your that's consideration so panel fun. stuff. So. Um, it's a long-time dream of mine. I'm I'm a huge television fanatic, That's as you so guys fucking fun. Know. So congrats! So um, I'm really excited, I and mean, it was just it's crazy. Like you, you would totally be able to vote too. How, how do you do it? It's, you have to be in television production for like over 36 months in some oh. form, and you just well, like put the things. But then you also have to pay an entrance fee. Oh, what is and, it? Like, what are we talking? Is, it's it's a 
it's a it's over a hundred. Okay. Um, but <laughs> the the fact that work paid for it, but I'm sure it's tax deductible too. That's but awesome. I'm there's all these cool that. events now that I get to go to and panels I get to see, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited and. You know, I'm going to be voting for Pretty Little Liars. (laughs) I'm sure they're nominated for all sorts of Emmys. But no, um, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be an interesting uh, experience being part of that. So, um, yeah. Yay. Well, that's very exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening always and putting up with our bullshit. I'm sending you um, verbal hugs. Yes, all the hugs, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet?